Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Chris McMonagle here with you, right here on the fan for a five-hour midnight ride. Did they miss the yes, sir? It's okay. You got to tell me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I think we had a mic issue. That's all right. We got five hours to make it up to you. Right here on the fan, McMonagle with you in the overnights, getting in the swing of things. Day number three, halfway through the week. Let's go. As we'll take you through the morning until uh, Jerry and Al take you for the warm-up show. But a big show, a big baseball show. Obviously, the All-Star game played tonight. The National League wins the first game since 2012. I forgot that it was such a, uh, you know, it's funny. The All-Star games go through these stretches where it's one team is dominant. We remember, obviously, in the, the 60s, the National League was dominant forever. Then there was a stretch. The American League was dominant. Now it's back to the American League being dominant. The National League does pop up with a big home run from uh, Elias Diaz, a uh, two-run shot to win the game in the eighth. Pete Alonso, 0 for 2 with two strikeouts. Kodai Singer didn't pitch. And obviously, Garrett Cole starts the game. He has a perfect first inning. He barely threw any pitches, and they take him right out. What is Dusty Baker thinking? Taking him out of a... Guy's throwing a perfect game. You take him out. All right, that's my one bad boon joke. But I I have to admit, I didn't like almost anything from this entire weekend. One, yet again, I know I, I don't get too hung up on it, but the uniforms are hideous. Can we go back to where they just wear their team's uniforms? The home run derby was beautiful. Despite the fact the National League guys weren't in their road jerseys, everyone was in their home whites, that's fine, whatever. I like seeing the team, these ugly, I know it's to sell jerseys, but these jerseys are hideous. The jerseys are hideous, the home run derby sucks televised-wise, and no offense, I love Derek Jeter. You know, and I'm an A-Rod guy too, Team A-Rod. I talked about how I met him the time he came in here with Mike and stormed out of his meeting with Major League Baseball and came to the studios as a big deal. People wanted to take his cups home. I'm big team A-Rod. I remember 09 fondly. Every time people will knock A-Rod, I'll tell them about 09 when he carried them to a championship. For all his faults and all his lies and all his steroid use and all the nonsense and all the bad postseason performances, the Yankees have won one championship in 20 years, and he's pretty much the main reason. 
But, man, that broadcast is awful with the two of them and Big Bobby. Derek Jeter looks like he has no interest in being there at all. I was talking to Brian Hoke yesterday on the podcast with me and Keith, and he he had, he had kind of told me that talking to Jeter, that Jeter kind of intimated that this was never a path for him. He wanted to be an owner. We all know Derek Jeter wants to be an owner. And he got into that. didn't work so well out in Miami. And now he's in the broadcast booth, and he just looks uncomfortable. They're making cracks. Like, the whole thing is just bad. The whole thing was just bad. The game was, I guess, exciting. They had moments at the end of the game where Julio, Julio Rodriguez in his home ballpark, had an opportunity against Craig uh, Craig Kimball at the end of the game to win it. It got exciting, but the National League wins it. And obviously the star of the show, really, and the star of the weekend is the same guy that's been a big topic of conversation here, is Shohei Otani, as obviously the crowd is screaming, come to Seattle. This is a rival fan base, a division opponent's home, and everybody wants him. Everybody wants him, except apparently some Met fans and people who think it would be some sort of terrible idea. I was listening to Sal today. Sal today has literally said to me, if because I, I was listening and I take radio personally, as you should. It's always just me talking to you. So Sal was talking to me earlier today, and he said, you got to be an idiot. You got to be an idiot if you think the Mets should trade for Shohei Otani. Well, count me as an idiot. Are we aware who this guy is? Like, it seems like we are. It seems like all the baseball is. It seems like he's the toast of the town. He's the he's one of one. He's the oddity. He's the unicorn to steal a phrase we've been using for about five or six years. He's the one guy who does both. Alex Rodriguez stumbled through making the point that it's like Wayne Gretzky also being the best goalie in the league. It's like it's like Peyton Manning leading the league in sacks. He is he's unbelievable. It's Deion Sanders being the best quarterback in the NFL. That's what it's akin to. So if you want to tell me you got to be an idiot to trade for him, well, count me in. I'm an idiot right here. Although I hate being called an idiot because it was the 03 and 04 Red Sox, and I hate that reference. But I'm an idiot. Hi. I'm sure many agree. And I understand you could just sign him in the offseason. You don't know that. If the Angels are going to move him, and I'm not sure they will because, quite honestly, when a talent like this comes your way, I'm sorry. I don't know what you could get for him. Everyone's going to know you're looking to trade him if you do look for tra- trading him, and they know you're strapped. You know you're trading him because you have no chance to sign him unless he literally tells you that. Unless the Angels know for a fact, and Artie Moreno and the Angels know for a fact that Shohei Otani is not coming back. And he told them, I'm done here. I appreciate my time. I'm not staying. If they know for a fact he's not coming back, then you have to trade him. But if there is an inkling of hope, you hold on to him and you try and sign him. And it's the same reason why particularly the Mets, we'll get to the Yankees, but particularly the Mets should go out and trade for him and give up everything this side of Alvarez. I, I agree on Alvarez. And I think you can get away with some of the other names in this organization without having to trade Alvarez. Alvarez is a young, up-and-coming Power hitting catcher. They don't exist. All right. He's almost as rare as Kodai Senga. He's almost as rare as Shohei Otani right now. There aren't power hitting catchers. So I'll give you that one. But the names of Beatty, Vientos, Mauricio, any other pitching prospect you have to give up on top of those names. Whatever you have to do to make it work, you give up what you have to give up because you have to get him in the building. And he obviously has a fr- uh, a friend in Kodai Sanga who's talked about openly now trying to recruit him. And you hear all the reasons why not. Well, one, does he even want to come to the East Coast, right? Will he sign with an East Coast team? 
You know how if that's even an issue, you know the only way to change that in his mind is bring him here and let him feel comfortable. If he is really, you know, when he first came here, he he excluded all East Coast teams and he wanted to strictly sign with a West Coast team, right? It's a comfort level. When you're coming from, you know, Japan and that far away, you want to be closer to home. You want to be on that coast. That's fine. That's before ever stepping foot in this country and really living here. Now he's been here for six years. I'm assuming he's a little bit more comfortable living here. And I would think that he's open to living anywhere in the country. I don't know that for a fact. But I'll tell you what, if he's not right now, the only way to change his mind when it comes to signing a contract is bringing him here. If he never steps foot on the East Coast, if he doesn't live here for a while, if he doesn't go through the experience, even for half a season, then he's not going to change his mind about staying on the West Coast. So bring him in here and let him see what it's like. And I understand, oh, they're losing and the team sucks. That's such nonsense. If you bring him in here, one, he he replaces Vogelback as your left-handed hitting DH, and he slips into a rotation where he's going to be your best pitcher, and he's going to change things. And, yeah, I, listen, I'll tell you right now, I don't like the, the Mets' chances in making the postseason, but with Otani, I feel a lot better about it because he, he fixes two spots. He's two players in one. He's two players in one. Oh, well, you know, he's going to have this guy behind him, and he's not, they're going to lose anyway. It's not going to show him that they can win. Let me tell you something right now. Even if the Mets don't win, even if he comes here and they play out the stretch, and, you know, I can't imagine them being worse than in the first half, especially with him. But let's say they, they don't quite make it. They fall a couple of games short. They play relatively well, but don't quite make it into the postseason. They have what no other team has and it's what you've been aching for it's what you've been begging for and it's what you've been thanking the heavens that you've had for the last three years the richest owner in baseball they won 101 games last year and you have the richest owner in baseball who's a fan of the team and just traded away the farm system to bring him here i think in a conversation you could explain to him i know this year went down you caught us on a down year but I will spend and do whatever I have to do to make this team what it needs to be. And with you being here, it's going to be a hell of a lot easier. And I will not rest. And if you bring him here, allow him to get comfortable with the guys, Lindor and the different guys he knows, Alonzo, him and Alonzo could be battling for 50 home runs. And he says, you know what? Okay, this year wasn't the year, but I trust the organization. I trust the owner. You bring in a guy like Stearns, who they'll probably hire to be the new uh, operations, uh, you know, manager of op uh, baseball operations. He's had a successful uh, tenure in uh, Milwaukee and is widely considered one of the best executives in baseball. You have him. You have the richest owner in baseball. You have a, a bunch of superstars still on the team you can sell someone that the Mets turnaround isn't going to take four years I don't think it's the hardest sell to say hey this year didn't fall out our way but next year we'll be right back at it like we were last year when we won 101 games so I think I, I don't think it's that hard to sell but if he never steps foot in the building if he never plays for the team if they allow him to get traded to LA or San Diego or wherever and suddenly he's comfortable in a new outfit, and he's comfortable in a new situation. And you know he's going to get paid. Everyone's going to give him money. Maybe not as much as Uncle Steve, which once he's in the building, you can convince him that it's worth taking the most money. But if he never steps foot here, maybe he's like, you know what? L.A.'s going to give me, okay, $50 million less than what Steve's offered me. But, hell, I'm comfortable here. I love the, the coast. I'm just going to stay out here.
It's worth it. It's worth it considering who this guy is and what he does. And and how he cha- he does both. He's a top 5 pitcher and a top 2 slugger in Major League Baseball. I don't know how long he's going to do both. That's fair. I don't know how long, but he's getting better. He's getting better. He's better than he was last year. He's trending upwards. You are not catching him at the end of this. He's trending up. Does he have another three, four years of doing it? You know what? If you have to pay him for seven and he does it for three more, it's probably still worth it because I think he'll be a power-hitting slugger for all of those years. Eventually, he'll make the transition into just being the slugger. And you know what? If you're overpaying a guy who hits 40 home runs a year, you'll live with it. But the idea they'd be stupid to trade away the farm system, they're not ready, the team's not good enough, he won't lie, you know, that you, there's no guarantee. Of course there's no guarantee. But he's so good that it's worth it just to get him in here and convince him to sign. You've already done it with Lindor. Easier proposition, I get it. But you trade for a guy, you bring him in here, you pay him. It's At least it's, it's the best way to get him on the team. And he's the best player in baseball, bar none. And the other thing Steve Cohen could do in this, some talks about this, if you take on a, a contract like Rendon, who's who's uh, Rendon, who's making a ton of money, I think it's $100 million over the next handful of years, it's a terrible contract, he's been injured, he's been bad. Well, what has Steve Cohen been doing this whole time? What has he talked about? He's talked about sunk cost, and he's talking about bringing uh, other players uh, you know, trading away players and taking all their money so they can get the best prospects back. This is what he's doing. So if it takes bringing in a big contract to save Alvarez from being in the trade, bravo. This is why you have Steve Cohen to eat these contracts, to spend this money. Go out and get the best players in the sport when they're available. Guys like this don't become available. So for the Mets, I think it's an absolute no-brainer. You do whatever you can to get him here. You convince him to stay here. And you have a you have a much better chance, and especially you're forgetting the idea that if they are going to trade him, someone else is going to get him and attempt to do the same thing. And it doesn't matter where you go. That You know, well... It would have to be for a winner because, you know, someone who, you know, he wants to win and that's why he's leaving Anaheim. And, yeah, he's he's proven to himself that he can't win in Anaheim. All right, he understands that the Angels haven't been able to do it for whatever reason. Trout's often injured at this point. Uh, you know, they've never been able to get uh, pitching, whatever. But, I mean, these are the same people who are telling you when, when DeGrom went to Texas that obviously DeGrom doesn't care about winning. DeGrom doesn't care about winning. He's going to Texas. He's picking. He doesn't want to stay here with the Mets, who won 101 games. He's he's willing to go play for the Texas Rangers, who were terrible last year. The guy doesn't care about winning. Well, the Texas Rangers just had more all-stars in the starting lineup than anybody since the Big Red Machine, and they're in first place over the Houston Astros. There is no formula for guaranteed winning. 
You don't know. He could be sold on going somewhere that doesn't seem like the perfect spot to you, but he gets in the building, talks to ownership. They know they're going to pay him. They're going to do this. They're going to sell him on this, that, and the other thing, and suddenly he feels great about his situation. You, ca- It's easy to say, oh, listen, if you sign him in the offseason, that's great. I'm all for it if it's just money. But the trade-away prospects for just the possibility of a rental, and then, yeah, I get it. Under normal circumstances, that makes a lot of sense. And if it's just the run-of-the-mill, very good player, yeah, it's a risky proposition. But you are talking about arguably the greatest player to ever play the game. That's not hyperbole. That's not an out. That's not an overreach. You are talking about a player who quite possibly is the best baseball player to ever live. You don't pass that up if you have an opportunity. You don't. You, if you're Steve Cohen, you don't buy the Mets and then not attempt to get the best player in the world. So I, I don't know about you. I understand this. Uh, the idea that you would trade all those names, you would trade away a Bates, a Vientos, a Mauricio, all those names, and then he's gone after three three months, and you might not even make the postseason. That's a scary proposition, and totally agree. That's then you're in a worse position than you are now, no doubt. But the juice is worth the squeeze. Because if you get him, your entire franchise changes. You've added a top-of-the-rotation guy and one of the best sluggers in the middle of your lineup with one player. And all the fears of him signing somewhere else or not liking the East Coast or not wanting to come to the Mets or all of that, they rapidly and dramatically change once he's here. It won't be a negative to bring him here. He's not going to look at this team and be, oh, I, I can't win with this team. Look at this slop they provided. Oh, all the money and still no success. He's going to talk to the richest owner in baseball. He's going to see the superstars in the lineup. He's going to understand they won 101 games last year, and he's going to be sold on the plan. He's going to be sold on the plan, or at least there's a very good chance he is. And for me, if I have a 20% chance of signing him, in the offseason, and I have a 50% chance of keeping him after a trade, I know this might sound crazy, but those players I just mentioned are worth the 30% chance, the 30% chance more that I could have Otani on my team. That's how good he is. That's how special he is. Look, look at the All-Star game. It's all about him. The crowd's chanting him. That's all, the whole weekend, every player's asked what it's like to watch Otani. Who'd you want to meet? Otani, 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 Otani. You know why? Because he's doing things we've never seen before. So if you think, if you have to be an idiot to want to move pieces to bring Otani here, sign me on the idiot page. I'm all for it. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your-
your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.